everybody, welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Nerds. I'm your host, Rudy Vela, and with me, as always... Me, Juan. It's Joel. I forgot. I was going to say we should put crickets oh, yeah, in the yeah. space of Steve. <laughs> <laughs> forgot. Imagine crickets right now. He's uh, drinking the eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back to another episode, everybody. Episode 68. I only remember that with having, or without having to... Look at notes because I just posted 67 yesterday night and posted it up for release at 8 a.m. this morning. So I am uh, about 99% sure this is 68 and not 69. <laughs> so I think you're right. Um, huh? I think you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Because I put 67. So <laughs> if I'm wrong, I fucked up on that. Right, right. Hey, so there's a special. <laughs> There's going to be some kind of, like, special drop for, like, 63 sometime down the the line, I imagine, right? Because that exists. Wait up. That's huh? not up yet? That's not up yet. 63 never came out. So oh, yeah. It's like, a sp- it's like out in limbo. Okay. Somewhere. Well, then, yeah, I'll, I'll figure out what's going we'll on just, with that. We'll just make it, it'll, like, a special. It'll actually just go right back in the, the oh, well, numerical back in number, line? yeah. Oh, okay. So, it's going to be so. like, they're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> You'll have a random unlistened episode. Uh, so yeah, if you are somebody who has like stayed true and listened to all these, uh, you'll have a double header if you haven't noticed already for this work week. And if you're somebody new, yeah, we just posted another one of these yesterday or two days ago or whatever. Uh, also I've come to the decision because, uh, we get out of here pretty late and then going home is like right around the time when I had to feed the baby and everything. I'm going to just keep them at a Tuesday release time. Uh, so this way I can just have it done Monday at some point and just put it at 8 a.m. So this way it's ready to go. Um, other than that, yeah, last week was – I'll give you a little bit of context as to why last week was kind of shitty. So with the episode, um, Adobe released their 2020 programs, and uh, it came with a lot of updates. And my system – decided to automatically update even though when i signed up i clicked no automatic updates and it was a pain in the ass to try to revert back to the old program so my laptop wouldn't run 2020 for some odd reason because it said my graphics card wasn't compatible so i guess you can do great things or something i guess (laughs) yeah so i was like really i mean it's just editing simple footage but the program wouldn't even start. It just kept crashing. So I couldn't, it wasn't even like, I was like, okay, upload this file, do this. I just turned it on, it would crash. So I was like, that is very dumb. Like nothing graphics heavy is even happening right now. So that was a pain. And other than that, the bigger pain was it said I had to re-log in. I used my standard login for everything and uh, it didn't work. So then I went Tried to get a new thing, and it said it was going to take three days. Uh, so, yeah, it took forever to uninstall and reinstall the old version of Premiere. Finally got it done. So that was a pain, and I didn't even get to edit and everything until this week or this weekend. As for streaming this week, uh, had everything good to go. And Tuesday, I found out that PlayStation 4 is a bitch to stream. <laughs> So, with a Elgato capture card like I have, you need all this extra stuff that Xbox doesn't require. You need... Dude, that is so fucking weak. 
<laughs> oh my god, let's <laughs> that. Right. Okay, so this is gonna be some, this is gonna be some fuckery too. Uh, again, uh, I was just mentioning that I'm streaming more. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Tuesday and Thursdays at five ish, we'll be streaming to the page. And uh, I took the stream deck so I could use it. Didn't even end up using it, and I'll tell you why in a second. But so if there's some mess ups in the audio, that's because Juan has to actually click on them. Yeah, that's like episode three shit. Yeah, so we're we're going we're going <laughs> back in time. But um, yeah. So I found out PlayStation. You have to go into their their settings, uncheck all these settings, fix all these things, go into OBS, switch some things around, and I finally started streaming. I was super excited. I've been wanting to play Days Gone for a while, so I was like, hell yeah, here we go. Let's do this. Going through the intro, and I noticed the levels and the audio aren't doing anything. So. I, you know, I ignore it because nobody's saying anything. I had about like six or seven viewers at the time. And I'm like, all right. And I'm listening. And then finally I got bored. and I'm Not bored, pissed off mostly. And I pressed pause and I was like, can you hear? And I got one guy who said, no. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Like, what, what are y'all doing? <laughs> like, you don't want to hear the game? He's having a good time. Yeah, they were having a really good time. Uh, come to find out you need to purchase something called a chat link cable. Lame. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It's not like it was expensive or anything. It was just annoying because one, it's another cord on the damn desk. Two, it's something that you shouldn't have to do. Like Xbox, you don't have to do all this bullshit. Yeah. So I ordered it. They said it was going to be here in one day. So I was like, okay, it'll be here. And then that turned into Thursday. So I was like, okay, I'll still be in the stream. It didn't arrive until like five forty-five. So I went on. Uh, if you tuned in. I just explained what was going on and just said I was going to have uh, some time with family. Had a, a little uh, mess up with one of the cars. The tire rods went out and uh, had a little scare moment because it could have been really bad because both of them, uh, when that one messed up, it messed up the other one. And if you know anything about that, if that happens on the highway. The wheels fall off. Yeah, and your car can flip. <laughs> so uh, that was a little scary. So I took the day and spent it with my girls and. Watch movies and made dinner together. Um, now Friday, I was super excited. I was gonna finally be able to stream Friday the thirteenth on Friday the thirteenth. Didn't happen. <laughs> so uh, that was a lot of different things. Um, our dad doesn't. Well, mine and Juan's dad, not Joel's dad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Joel's dad. Maybe <laughs> all of our dads. I'm adopted. <laughs> we um. He came into town. He lives on the other side of the state, and he surprised us and asked us to go to lunch. Um, his timing for his semi-truck expired, so he uh, had to stay because he couldn't drive it again until midnight. And uh, so we spent the day with him. And on top of that, uh, Juan's son took it upon himself to play a pushing game and broke his wrist. <laughs> yeah, some kind of uh, – they called it trucking – so uh, imagine Madden or whatever, like the truck stick. And I guess it's a game where you uh, kind of like hit each other as hard as you can to try to make each other fall over. And uh, he lost. <laughs> he lost. <laughs> so was, yeah, he lost and uh, he fell backwards and he um, landed wrong and broke his arm, like in two, uh, the two bones in his arm. Kids are weird, man. Yeah. yeah what happened to Tag? I mean, like, Tag is cool too. Yeah. This is just extreme Tag, but you don't move. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know exactly know the rules of the game, but I know it's if you go down, you're losing or something, but he lost, like, he really lost a lot. That yeah, day. so he lost a lot, and so he was in the hospital. We were in the hospital from 12 uh, noon 
until like almost midnight. So yeah, it was a long time. So we didn't get the stream. Yeah, and uh, Juan and my nephew Jackson, Jeremiah's younger brother, were going to. Uh, he was going to be joining us on the stream. So that took apart the Friday stream. So it's been a weird week. Um, also had some problems on OBS. Got it all settled out. I'm really hoping that this will be on time. Like I said, that new time is going to be Tuesday, 8 a.m. Because uh, everything's running the way it should as of now. Let's hope it stays that way. And hopefully it, it travels until if it messes up on Thursday, I'll be fine. Because then I have the weekend to fix it. I just want to stream. Just let me let me do it. Um, so, yeah, that's what's been going on. It's been a pain in the ass. I apologize. Um, but, yeah, you get two for one now. Possibly three for one if I figure out what's going on with uh, 63. And as for streaming, I will see you on Tuesday at 5-ish. But, yeah, it's been a week. Been a week. All right, so movies and series this week. We're not going to really deep dive into uh, too much that's going to happen. I always say that, and we always uh, end up yeah. doing it. So I don't even know why I say that anymore. We're just going to talk, and yeah. uh, we'll see where it goes. But uh, this past week, Warner Brothers took it upon themselves to announce a lot of different um, release dates for different movies. And there were a couple headliners in there. Uh, also one that shares the same date. Yeah, it's the same star. So we'll get to that in just a moment. But right uh, now. before <laughs> before we get to that, I figured I'd throw this one out there really quickly. I know we already talked about uh, some of the properties from the same franchise last week. But um, Ezra Miller seems to finally have a release date for his Flash movie. Um, so this movie was um, first announced in 2014. And people get confused with that. People are always saying that um, it was set to release at this and this and that. Those were actually rumors on uh, undisclosed titled movies for DC, but they never announced Flash released at this day. Uh, so it's been, you know, in um, pre-production hell and it's gone through script changes, all this and that up to the point to where um, Ezra Miller took it upon himself to make a script with... Um, loved writer alan moore and he said he's going to turn the script in if they turn it down he was done as the scarlet speedster clearly they liked it and now we finally have a release date and that is going to be i just had it and my phone decided to scroll itself <laughs> oh i guess <laughs> Here we don't have one moment Let's go fuck myself. <laughs> okay, there we go. So Warner Brothers has now slotted The Flash for a July 1st, 2022 release date. Um, This is supposedly going to be big for that because no other movie is really set to release for that date just yet. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited to see some main leaguers who we haven't seen really get a, all the shine they deserve besides that horrible weed and scene where he lands on boobs um oh yeah i forgot yeah, about that, that horrible uh but yeah so flash expect him to uh speed into theaters on july 1st 2022 that's the flashpoint movie right uh i thought yeah. that's what they said announced but that's yeah. what he said right that's what he said he said he wanted to write a flashpoint movie oh, okay I thought, yeah, right. I'm not. I'm asking. Like, I I don't remember. There's been so many rumors and stuff like this that 
honestly, I don't recall what is truth with the Flash again, these days. Again, that's what like that was our point though. Like that would be the best way for them to. Oh yeah, reverse refresh yeah, the franchise. Refresh everything. It's just like hey, Flashpoint. Nothing happened that happened before. <laughs> so yeah, here we go. Yeah, I uh with the whole horribleness that was Justice League. I was honestly completely down for just another reboot and this and that, but I did enjoy Ezra Miller. I I thought he was cool. Um, The reshoot scenes bothered me a hell of a lot, but the actual pretty scenes where, you know, it was shot by Zack Snyder uh, when he's talking to Batman and he sees his suit and everything. He, I, I like him. I, I think he's more Wally West than Barry Allen, but I, I still do like him, and I, I'm excited to see what he can do, considering he's deserving of that shot. Uh, Ray Fisher looks to be getting his shot back to uh, redeem himself. Fucking Pride of Gypsies, what's his name? Um, Momoa, Jason Momoa, he already had that, and he did just that. Ben Affleck, sadly, will not be doing that, but I'm happy to see that he will. So, uh, like I said, July 1st, look out for The Flash. They also announced that uh, Mortal Kombat will be happening in... uh, Really soon, yeah. Yeah, that actually gets moved up from uh, March 5th, 2021 to January 15th, 2021. Yeah, it just wrapped filming, I heard. Oh, yeah? It's done. Yeah, they finished it. That's impressive, because I haven't seen one leaked picture. Yep, so now they're all just production or or editing holy crap yeah i did yeah i that's news to me good for them awesome well i mean either they're really like um they must be really happy with like like the product that they're coming out with without showing anything to anybody like no set photos no could have been all in studio like not out in like yeah i guess but you usually kind of like put it out there to kind of I always thought that you put stuff out there, like little oh, like leaks. Beat the risk? Yeah, well, just, yeah, to, to just build up the flame, you know what I mean? Like, oh, wow, to get people talking about it. You know, rather than saying, oh, yeah, it's done. You know, we're yeah. editing. I don't know. But I, I'm really looking forward to the movie, and I really hope that it does really well, because I'd like to see a ongoing series. Yeah, that's know? what I'm hoping for. I want, I want to, like, I don't want a sequel like Annihilation. I, I want a good trilogy out of this. I wouldn't mind a two-part fucking tournament movie. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, a, like, hey, this is what happened, and then it ends with the, the build-up, like, an actual, because when you think about Mortal Kombat movies, you never really know who the fuck's fighting who. Like, it's just <laughs> random people thrown together. Hey, uh, Liu Kang, you're going to fight Sub-Zero, Johnny Cage, you're going to fight Scorpion, and nobody fights Goro. For some reason, like <laughs> and then until Johnny Cage does right after he kills everybody else, yeah, but it's just he like it's like bums. There's no like bracket like setup, so I'd love to see like an an actual. Hey, this is kind of the matchup deal, but you don't know how it's gonna go. That would that would yeah. be cool, you know, almost like that um, the my hero thing because you kind of seen the bracket layout yeah. already. Um, but yeah, something like that. I'd like to see that. I can definitely tell Juan's made a lot of brackets because he's. Interested in seeing very that much so. He said, "Show me the guy who sits down and makes that. <laughs> Show me that guy. Very important guy. Star of the movie. <laughs> That's uh, fucking Ludi Lin. That's his surprise character. <laughs> or no, not. Oh, jeez. All right, thank you, Chris Trainer, for not following our page. That's what's up. That terrified me. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Yeah. Sorry. I still have my uh stream alerts going. Uh. There we go. Cut those out for now. <laughs> 
Oh, that was terrifying. So yeah, stream alerts are still going. That was probably super loud in your ears, and for that, I apologize. And now muted them, so hopefully that'll be that. <laughs> um, one other thing before we get to the main part of this. This is something I'm really, really excited about, and I'm happy it happened. Uh, Akira has been completely bumped off the schedule. So there is no I heard about possible that. release date for Akira. It's just in, isn't it like in limbo hell right now? Yeah. Um, they took everything off from it. I, From what I've heard, they've taken specific teams off of working on the project. So I think they're just pumping the brakes until they figure shit out, which I, I think it was necessary. I think they needed to step away from that because the idea of westernizing it was just dog shit. It wasn't going to be Neo Tokyo anymore. It was just going to be Alley. Well, we didn't know that for sure, but like that was well, the that's idea. The, yeah, that's what they were saying. Uh, they they wanted to go with. Hey, hey, first time. Does Joel know? So, um, oh man, <laughs> did you watch that anime yet? No, not yet. Oh my god, it's hey, been man, like I've seven got, months, bro. Yo, yo, bro, I've got like <laughs> I'm like 190 episodes into DBZ at this that's point. That's true. That's true. At least I have like 100 to go. Yeah, so, you, all right, you picked it up. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm with you as far as like I was. I really wanted to see the adaptation, a live adaptation of this movie, but I was concerned. I've been concerned. You know, I I thought the idea of having Leo behind the project and stuff was really cool, but I just was confused on how they were going to go about this without making it seem, you know, like a chronicle or, mm -hmm. you know, just, just it would have felt like a chronicle. Yeah, me. I mean, because that is the westernized Akira already. Yeah. The the whole way it plays out is exactly that, except Canada had powers in this one to fight yeah, back. Yeah, they had both. They both had powers and shit. But or that's the thing is, I and I just picked up Chronicle again because I've I've wanted to rewatch it. I've only seen it. Oh, it's the, so good. The one time. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, for you've only watched that. Yeah, once? I've only watched it the one time. Oh, yeah. Wow. And you, Juan loves that movie though. He I, always talks highly I thought, about it. I thought it was good. I mean, I seen it the one time and I was like, "Oh, this is really good," but I just haven't put it back on to watch it again. And then after he played the Green Goblin, he kind of like put me off. So Dane DeHaan. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Oh God, this is the Green Goblin sucks." Uh, but yeah, I I wanted to see it. I'm glad that it, they're shelving it because that at least, at the very least, it gives them more time to figure it out mm -hmm. before they actually commit to doing it. Having it out there, like we just said, you know. Let's people talk about it and lets people let them know, hey, look, this is what we liked that you were going to do about the movie, but this is kind of what we hated about it. So take those talking points and, and try to make it better. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, like I've already said it, I, I'm excited and I'm very, very happy that I think this is completely necessary and I think they need to get some new people in that room because that that's not something you really want to whitewash. That. I don't even like that term. All right, I'm I'm going to take that out. <laughs> so not that's just a very common term for everything. Everybody says, "Oh, they're whitewashing this." I just I just I, say, I, I just heard what you said in my head cuz oh. I was watching this gif and I was oh. like, "Wait, whitewashing." <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, no, that that's a very common term. Uh, I just read it on um No, somebody uh, else said it. It's all com. <laughs> well, no, cuz I was reading uh, some of the old Hellboy things and they were talking about the dude who plays um on Deadpool, the main villain, he was going to play Ben Daimio, but they said that was whitewashing the character and okay. this and that. Uh, so race changing. I I don't think this is something that you really want to do that. I, I want 
Haneda and Tetsuo. I don't want Kevin and Tyler fucking around on <laughs> sports bikes. I I want Haneda and Tetsuo. That's that's what it should be. I want be. Japanese people. Yeah. <laughs> I just that's what I want. I just want it to be true to what it is. I don't want to see some other dude's imagination of this. I don't need that. I don't think it's necessary. I think what it actually is is pure enough and good enough to be acceptable. I don't even think you could do um justice by redoing an animated movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't want to see an animated remake of the movie unless it was a one for one and they just uh you know, they enhanced it that way because there's like Well, realistically, you that animation style is still so Yeah, it's really amazing. good. Like I told you guys what that is, right? It's the modern day whatever what they are. It's this well, really expensive version. Yeah, because of- back in the day, that's what shows would use to like hype up their opening sequences. Like even the turtles opening sequence. Yeah, it's really is the good. same animation uh, as that. They just that w- they were the first property to completely do a series as that. Just yeah, very expensive uh, animation style. But like, I don't know if you guys have watched. Well, Rudy, you've seen Berserk. Joel, mm-hmm. I don't think you've seen Berserk yet. No, but, uh, you're right. There's there's animated uh, upgraded movies that they've done on Netflix that you can watch as well. I'm not I'm not sure if they're still there, but yeah, they're it, like an hour and a half long. Yeah, right? it's called and the Golden Arc and stuff. Um, yeah, it's basically it's just a a summarized yeah a summarized version of it. But it, the and on some of them they suck. Like they suck bad. Like that, they that, use that's why I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, they use a lot of uh, enhanced CGI for the for the films. But they like if you see it and you're you've seen the original stuff, you're like, damn, this shit looked way better way back then. Like the CGI <laughs> doesn't help at all. Um, that's the risk that you would kind of run into if you're trying to do Akira modern day style and try to add CGI to, to enhance it. You run the risk of like making it look stupid because not everything is going to be CGI, right? Because it'll yeah. look like, man, what the fuck is that dude? He's like, he's got like silver hair and he's got a blue body and it was like all animation. It's an old animated like cartoon. You know what I'm talking about? He's got silver hair. It's like, and he's wearing like a blue suit. He's got blue face. Oh, man. I, I, don't I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember what the cartoon's called. Maybe you guys know that what I'm talking about. But, like, that it, it animation wasn't the, It wasn't the, like, the guy from Yu Yu Hakusho are you, you're talking about, are you? guy from Yu Yu Hakusho? No, yeah, dude, like Yu Yu the, the shorter guy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. This is not a totally different. It's like a cyber oh, okay. something. Sorry. Yeah, but he's, bad. like, a completely animated, like, a CGI character. And the show is CGI. But that's why I'm saying if you were to take... Akira and modernize it to full CGI, it wouldn't be unless it was done by certain studios like um oh, that one studio that does like bomb ass animations. What Studio Ghibli? That's the one, right? Like their their modern animation style that would be cool to see like a a, a revamped version of Akira. Yeah, but if you go full CGI like a I don't want to even say Pixar or something, but let's just say see, something I, like that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even want to see a modernized take of an animated version. It's been done and it was perfected. I think if anything, this deserves, especially in our day and age, we have we have the technology to make things look very pretty. Uh, we also have technology to make things kind of bad. But realistically, I think they would do it justice. I don't want to say perfectly, but I think it would be done justice if they just made it live action. But like I said, you have to do it right. And 
the way it already is is right. I mean, you just need to. I I don't even want to say what you would have to add to it. Just don't try to completely change it. Whoever's working on this, your vision isn't shit. So don't go with it. Just make it what it was and add here and there. That's that's all I could say. But yeah, no. So that is off the slate now. So I'm happy with it. I didn't want what they were promoting or trying to throw out there. Uh, I didn't want Taika. I didn't want him on it. <laughs> so that's good news. Uh, and on top of that, the main headliner that they announced, of course, they released the announcement that uh, Keanu Reeves and uh, Keanu Reeves, huh? Keanu Reeves and Ke- Keanu Reeves. <laughs> well, I was going to say <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss. I was just talking about one film right <laughs> no, now. No, both of them. But uh, anyways, Keanu Reeves, that's everybody. Uh, that's all anybody wants to know right now. Uh, this year is uh, set to take on the role of the one again with uh, the Matrix Four now receiving a release date, which will be May twenty first, twenty twenty one, and along with that, the same exact day, Keanu Reeves will be going up against Keanu Reeves in John Wick Four. Is yeah, it? four. God yeah, damn, for real. Yeah, two fours. Oh man. So, yeah, um, Keanu Reeves versus Keanu Reeves. What one are you seeing first? That was really fucking good timing, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, so, I, if they both dropped on the same day, Matrix 4. I mean, Matrix they are, four. They are yeah. dropping on the yeah. same day. Well, well, I don't think it's going to stay the same. There's no way it stays the same, bro. There's, especially with the same actor. Like, if it would be one thing if it was, like, but DC key- movie versus uh Marvel movie, and then they were like, well, we can't do it. That's kind of dumb. To have the same fucking actor and, and two different, like, j- action, yeah, adventure action, films. The same, like, yeah, the same type of shit. There's no way they're going to keep the dates. One but of them's going to jump. that's the thing. It's Keanu Reeves. They're not going to jump. It's going to move. There's no way. I guarantee Which it. one do you think moves? John Wick. Yep, I think so, too. I, I agree. I I definitely am picking matrix four over it because it intrigues me more keanu reeves is fun but realistically that's all it is uh i have enjoyed all the movies have you watched the last one yet i have not seen john wick three and i have not seen the end of john wick two same wow okay (laughs) well the ending i i liked the the character uh for the villain or the actor for the villain in this past one okay and the fight scenes on the last like the last part of part three were really good but realistically, that's all that movie is. I mean, the the director is even a stuntman. Like, he said he wanted to make something beautiful with stunts. So that's what the series is. Now, Matrix, to me, is just far more interesting because this has been gone for so long. I just want to know what they're going to do with it. So, yeah, I, I, I would see Matrix Ward killing... John Wick. Yeah, they went head to head for sure. Mm-hmm. Just because, like you said, it, the, everybody is well, not everybody, but a lot of people have already seen what John Wick's about. Um, a lot of the newer people out here, even the John Wick fans, have no fucking idea what the Matrix is about. It released in like '98. And see, that's that's why I'm like curious if like those fans would carry to John. Oh, Wick. sure, dude. Uh, well, the Matrix like, fans, or you mean like reverse no school? kids, like younger generations who don't. There's if you weren't their parents. Jackson Jeremiah wouldn't even know about that movie. 
What, John Wick? No, The Matrix. Oh, The Matrix. Yeah, um, maybe not about The Matrix. I think they would have an idea after the fact, but, like, yeah, they wouldn't have known about it now. Like, they wouldn't have sat there and said, hey, I'll use The Matrix. I'm going to throw that on or whatever. But I think eventually when John Wick became this, this the new Neo, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, I think oh, there was that. I think there was that thing where people had to go back and say, well, what what was he in before? Or like, and then it's funny because the gifts that I post in these things, they both say the same line. I didn't realize that until I started making this uh, poll. What, guns, lots of guns? Yeah, because he says, what do you guys need? And he goes, guns, lots of guns. And the, mm-hmm. the Matrix and that thing opens up and he says the same shit in uh, John Wick. When the, the sommelier. Is that in part two or part three? Uh, part two, I think. See, I don't remember this. Um, But... I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I just want to. I I know for a fact that like the the newer generation is gonna fall back and say, "Oh wow, Keanu Reeves is in." Especially now, dude. Um, there he's in this other movie, and if they didn't already see the Matrix, the fact that John Wick's such a big hit, they'll watch the other three. Uh, and I hope, I hope they don't because the first, the last two, I mean, weren't that good. The third <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. And see that that's where I'm curious at because. We loved it because it was our time. Like, that's what we had was shitty CGI. But a kid going back these days, and let's face it, people aren't driven to storyline. They just aren't. They're, they're driven to action, and uh, they want to press, they want to slam A until the story skips, even in movies. They, they're not interested in what happens to the characters. They just want to see the action. So with Matrix... If you don't fucking pay attention to the story, you're going to be lost as shit. You're going to be down the rabbit hole. And I don't know if kids have it in them to give it a shot. Like, especially, like you said, with the bad CGI, with the fucked up looking clones. (laughs) uh, I don't know if they go back and watch that and are impressed. Like, do you... In the mindset of somebody who had to, like, their Keanu, your Keanu Reeves is John Wick. In that mindset, you go back and you watch The Matrix. Are you hype, like, circa 1998, or are you, like, that's dated? If you watch the first one, I think you're hyped, right? Because the first one ends, and you're like, wow, I gotta see the second one. But was it funny enough though? Was it? It doesn't matter. Yeah, there was there was laughs in the first one, but I thought it was decently clipped to where it kept it kept you wondering what the hell's going on. Um, that's just me personally. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was if it fits the realm because I don't think John Wick's that funny of a movie to be honest. I know there's a lot of like John Leguizamo. I mean, I think he's probably the funniest thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I don't think there's a lot of, like, funny shit that happens in John Wick. I think it's just like, ah, oh, this dude, he part, killed somebody with a pencil and, you know, some shit like that. they throw in the line, all this over a dog. I mean, yeah, so but everybody, they, they that's the running thing. joke because yeah. it's always <laughs> over a dog, and but it's not really over a dog. Uh, but so I think <laughs> you watch the first one, and you guys can disagree with me, but I think the first one really holds up still. The oh, second yeah. one's not great. And the third one was just like, oh, that's interesting it it went full bible you know full (laughs) bible mode and uh that's the thing that i'm curious about with this movie is what the fuck what is going to happen now because in the end of if you uh, spoiler alert i guess if you've never seen (laughs) the matrix but uh it's like it's pretty final yeah they end that story but they also said that there was previous the ones before him you know or the architect says that 
I don't know if you guys remember that, but like he says, there was previous um, versions of you beforehand that have this is it. It stops, reboots, and everything happens all over again. Visa V concordant. Yeah, Visa V. Joel, did you ever see that on what? MTV when they, when Will Ferrell makes fun of that architect guy that's in that room and he's like, because all he kept saying was cordially and Visa V and was and that on the. Uh, MTV Movie Awards. Yes, yes. I don't remember the the exact dialogue, but I remember watching that. Yes. So yeah, they're not that far off though, man. That dude used way too many words that were highly unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was like Colonel Sanders looking ass boy. Dictionary, virtual dictionary out there, but (laughs) essentially that that's what that movie says is that there's other versions of him, and I thought that this fourth one is where that's going to take place. Either there's another guy that's supposed to be the one because it's recycling, or what you know they 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 were in the matrix within the matrix i mean that's the thing that i'm wondering about so what like you said when it comes to story that's the one that i'm like what are you doing and the fact that this thing is supposed to come out next year like how how wait a year and a month not 2020 no, it's, it's about a year oh, and yeah, six months. Oh, yeah, 2021. Okay, 2021. Okay, all right, yeah. yeah. You're right. I forgot. I thought we were in the year 2020 for some reason. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Pump no. the brakes, right? But doesn't that seem like really – I know they've it had – It does seem fast. They've had this long to fucking think about it, and I'm sure they've, they've had scripts kind of lying around or, or ideas. But it seems pretty quick to just be like, yeah, The Matrix 4, you know? It mm-hmm. just it seems weird because nobody knows what the fuck the story is about. They would have to be filming, like, right now, basically. Yeah, I agree. And he's – Busy doing John Wick and whatever the you know that fucking uh, cyberpunk game and oh cyberpunk he's done with that oh so good you think so you don't <laughs> think they have like uh, oh probably expansions and I'm stuff saying yeah have, I think there might be like one based on Keanu Reeves oh, with that reception they have to if if they don't they're just straight up dumb that's what I thought it's it's money like if you put him in his own part and charge forty bucks for it people will buy it not me but because yeah, he's some breathtaking people. some people would now <laughs> along with this movie um. The Wachowski sisters, not both of them are returning. Wait, the brothers? No. Easy, bro. Huh? <laughs> They're sisters now. They are sisters now. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. They had uh We don't want to talk about this. <laughs> they, they, they transitioned. They transitioned, yeah. No. Yes. Interesting. I didn't know that. So now they are now the brothers. My uh my apologies. I don't know who is who, but a sister by the name of Lana Wachowski is the only one returning for the movie to write and direct. I wonder if that was a falling out between the two of them. Like, look, bro, we are done with it. I'm done with it. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I have no idea. But uh, so one is coming back to write, and they're saying she is set to write. So they don't have a full script done just yet. What the yet. hell the fuck? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, also, along with that, uh, we already know we're getting Carrie Ann Moss back as Trinity. Um, Lawrence Fishburne coming back? Lawrence Fishburne is not signed on just yet. He's uh, coming back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Manta, Cadillac from The Get Down, all that. Uh, Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen. Um, he is set to play a role, but undisclosed. A lot of people are wondering if he's set to play a young Morpheus or a alternate version of Morpheus. But uh, no word on that. Have you heard of anyone else on this movie yet, Juan? I have not. NPH. Neil Patrick Harris. Yep, Neil Patrick Harris is joining the Matrix. 
Weird. I mean, super if, fucking is weird. Is he going to reprise the role of the guy from like Starship Troopers or something? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what if he's I, the I, new chosen one? That'd be the weirdest. No, <laughs> I, I like it. I, I like the idea of him coming on, but I also am terrified of him joining because I don't want a comedic character really tossed in there. You, oh, I, you think he's just gonna be all funny? I don't want. I don't need a punchline guy. In with anything in cinema, if I see a comedian drop onto a movie, I instantly get scared because I'm like, all right, is he gonna like be this role that stands out among every other role he's done, or is he gonna be How I Met Your Mother? Is he gonna be the wisecracker who tells jokes and makes people spit out their Fucking gruel on the ship. He's going to be. Eh, I don't want to. <laughs> no, I'm going to throw some shade. He's going to be <laughs> Keegan Michael Key and the Predator and shit. Oh, God. See, that's the thing is like, shout out to Keegan Michael Key, you know. Yeah, thanks for the picture, bro. Yeah, we, we love, love him and everything, but it's just Go like, you knew Key. that that was going to be his role, you know? Yeah, so, it's like, typecast. I understand. I understand what you mean. Like, you don't want that. And mm-hmm. I know, but like you said, the current crowds, it's not all funny, but it is nice to have. The tone switch up every so often. You don't want it to be fucking just sadness, Brooding. sadness. Yeah, no, I don't want that. But I so this episode of The Mandalorian, I liked Bill Burr's character because he wasn't completely funny. There were things that fans thought were funny, like so we we talked about this earlier in that scene where they're like he was a imperial sharpshooter, right. and he's like, "What good does that do me?" And he's like, "Hey, I wasn't a stormtrooper." <laughs> like to fans, that was hilarious, but he wasn't like. Throwing an initial, like, an actual punchline. To us, it's funny because to the crowd, it's an ongoing joke. But it wasn't him throwing a fart joke in your face and laughing about it. And realistically, he didn't have a lot of jokes like that. There were deliveries that were funny, but for the most part, he was a badass. I thought he was really cool in the episode, and I liked seeing him take on that role. Just like when I saw him in uh, Breaking Bad. I was like, holy shit, that's Bill Burr, and he plays this guy who works for, like, a drug dealer. But it was funny stuff. Or it was not funny. It was just, like, a good time seeing him play a different character. It's just, like, it's a good mix. I like a good mix in a movie. I don't like slapstick comedy. I'm not a big fan of slapstick comedy. and I love Adam Sandler. I like some (laughs) of Adam Sandler's, but I don't like Billy Madison. Let me ask you this. Do you like Grown Ups? There's parts of Grown Ups I Do you like the tree part? I don't remember the tree. Kevin part. James slaps the tree and they're like, oh, oh. No, see, oh. that's the type of stuff yeah, that I don't I hate really, that I don't, shit. <laughs> I don't really care I for. I hate that shit. I don't really care for. But yeah. But yeah, so NPH is joining the Matrix. Weird, uh, weird yeah, weird as hell, but hopefully a good weird. <laughs> Jonathan Hickman is, uh, of course headlining the new x-men title for marvel uh he brought back x-men in a big way since like the 90s uh people have kind of x-men kind of fallen to the wayside since the movies of the avengers and everything came out um a little bit not i don't know how to say it i don't really want to be too mean but there is some harshness to it they're just not first class anymore when it comes to marvel um, and Jonathan Hickman changed that. He really made them shine the way they were back in the 90s with Jim Lee and everything. And about five episodes ago, we reported that 
there was a little bit of a possibility that he may be exiting the role. So people wanted him gone. Some people didn't agree with certain things that were happening. And he said, it's all good. I'm trying my hardest to get fired. Uh, Juan and Joel thought that Bullshit. that was a joke. Same. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of news furthering that possibility. So uh, just actually, yeah, just today has announced that Marvel is postponing the release of X-Men 5 and 7. Uh, so X-Men 5 was slated to hit comic shops on January 1st of next year. And now it's been rescheduled and pushed back till January 15th. And, uh, oh, and then even further from that, it's been pushed back another two weeks and will go on sale January 29th. And uh, X-Men 6, which was slotted for January 15th, will now be on sale February 12th. And nobody really knows why just yet, but... You ask me if you're honestly going through some hardships and kind of switching roles around, you would have to do that because you would have to give writers more time to continue what was written already. Because like, if somebody's being fired, you know, you can't really use their story anymore. It could just be production issues, though, like artist production issues. Uh, I think if it was, though, they would have just thrown that out there. Is this a statement from Marvel or is this like just a site no this is marvel announced that like they're postponing oh. the release i don't know i don't want to believe i refuse <laughs> to believe that yeah, it's so done but. joel if you, if you were listening to that last thing uh joel has he's been a fan of the the series so far everything that he's been stuff. putting out yeah. yeah it's been really good so um but yeah they're all it is is just a simple release saying hey these issues are coming a little bit later than we thought. And, I mean, a whole month. That's a... Uh, it's a bit. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of a push. Not It was delayed once for two weeks, and then another two weeks were added. So, it's possible that there's nothing to worry about, but, I mean, it is concerning. Yeah. Especially with that, that news. Or joke, if you want to look well, at it. Well, isn't like the it. stuff... I don't know. I, I'm... I'm kind of zoning in and out a little bit, but, like, aren't the things done already? Like, I thought the comics were already done. Not his full run. Well, how far out is this happening? This is right now? This is, like, a month or two away. So, it was set to be released January 1st. Okay, so, yeah. All right, well. And now it's being pushed back until the 29th. So, like, a whole month. Yeah, a whole month. Like, I imagine he probably has, like, issues all the way up until, like, or 12 written already yeah yeah no you're usually you're you're not writing month to month this is this isn't right. a south park a south park uh right. episode or i would imagine like you that. would have to have like had deep into your run before you were like yeah, yeah i'd do it you know what i mean like i mm -hmm. i would imagine your script would have to be done but and I, see that that's the thing that gets me questioning like if, if you're still going based off of something that's written out 10 issues in advance What's really, why are you taking the time to be like, all right, give ourselves a month of breathing room and then continue on? Well, my question is, isn't this, this is a good comic, is it not? Yeah, it Very. is. But, uh, oh, so this is another thing that we did not discuss. I shared this to the group, but we haven't gone back and uh, talked about this. During our conversation, we discussed that, you know, Marvel be doing Marvel, as they tend to do. 
and the success of this storyline brought a lot of marvelish ways so marvel is known for just releasing relentless amounts of issues uh and side stories yeah they've always done it now jonathan hickman was promised to be in complete control of his franchise of his book it kind of came out to a bang with x-men uh powers of x and house of x and from there kind of tailspinned out into a few different spinoffs i want to say about two weeks ago x-men also released a new image that clearly was an x-men title all the characters were blocked out but clearly you could see havoc in the top left corner uh his suit was undeniable he had the little headpiece and everything so that is yet again another title of x-men and the thing that where i would get pissed off and of course it's doing good he's making money off this but he's also fucking jonathan hickman he's got the midas touch in comics right now so if i was told hey we're gonna do this you're in charge this and that and i was like all right cool i'm gonna give you something great and he did and now they're going back on their word and saying well it's doing super good so now we want this 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 and it's not really your world it's a spin-off that takes place in your world and that's what they're doing they're giving other people the creative go-ahead to write different stories for different characters which is going to in turn affect his world so i would be a little frustrated too like if i was like hey i'm giving you something great and you're kind of backstabbing me on your word i would you not be frustrated by that i mean i'd be frustrated but i want to be a diva you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess if that's the thing is, like, how much of a effect does it, how much does it affect his actual run? You know, all the side stories and stuff, I, I understand. And if, if they're, like, putting leverage on him to say, hey, look, you have to somehow, that side story has to coincide with your story now. Mm-hmm. Then I would understand, like, all right, well, that's fucked up because I didn't even write that shit. I'm. I have no idea what's going on over there. I really don't want anything to do with it. I understand that aspect of it, but then at the same time, if it has nothing to do with your actual run and it's just it's just your run, right? And then mm-hmm. they're making all these side things. My guess is that it's not going to really hurt your your comics value because your comic is doing its own thing. But again, if it runs it bleeds into your comic, then yeah. I'd be upset by it. Which I, I think it would. I mean, realistically, even a character like Havoc, at some point he has to be mentioned in Hickman's story as well as this new one that they're teasing because of Cyclops. Well, you, couldn't you, it, yeah, yeah. You can't really have a family member out in the world and not really even mention him once. But the thing is, is that if you if they're in the same Yeah. The same universes, then mm-hmm. yes, be upset. But it, oh, yeah, they you are. could play it off as like it's not. Unless oh, no, they no, specifically said, yeah, like this is the same universe. All of this, it is. yeah, it's, it's supposed all to be connected. all part of X Men. Then I guess, yeah. And the 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 thing where I could really really relate with them and be like, all right, dude, I'm completely on your side. Marvel gets a hard on every time they're allowed to do any type of a crossover storyline. It's it's like their thing. They're just like, when and where can we add a crossover storyline? And I guarantee that's probably something they've already been pushing for. I mean, if if you're selling books the way, like, especially on a title that you haven't been selling the way you used to when it was, like, at the peak, you're going to want to do that. Like, if you're somebody at Marvel and they've shown time and time again they need numerous crossovers that have no payout, 
they would want that they'd be like look we're all these titles are going to be kind of revolving around yours which is the center base now how can we mix all them together so we can sell more of the other ones while selling like piggybacking off your storyline and if you were like hey all right we're having a storyline where this is happening find out what happens next on this issue of x-force and after that this issue of blah 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 it's just the way marvel does things so i mean i'm sure behind the like the honest walls of everything i'm sure there's some stuff that they're not talking about because of course they wouldn't but i could see some stuff going on like that which that would be annoying they did just announce their for or their next crossover event is it x-men no oh. well <laughs> that's the thing they're being pretty secretive about it it's called empire okay uh but empire is spelled weird it's spelled with a y e-m-p-y-r-e like vampire I don't know, uh, but it's happening next year. So, it's yeah, yeah, they have to have. It's like yearly. It's a yearly thing with Marvel that they have to have a crossover, a major event. Yep. I mean, what was it last year? It was the the damn the Thor, Thor one. stuff the, um, about Midgard, War of the Realms? Yeah. It's just odd that I could see with stuff like that, Marvel being annoying to work for. <laughs> but yeah, so no official news on why. These postpones are happening, but with the rumors and possible jokes uh, by Jonathan Hickman himself and the editor of X-Men saying, I wish he were kidding, it's cause for concern for real fans of what is happening. And if that happens, I mean, that's that's a pretty big thing for Marvel to be like, hey, we have like we have something great here and we're going to risk losing it by doing stupid stuff that we've done in the past that have shown and proved not to work. I think that would just be like a really big sign that Marvel doesn't really care about quality, (laughs) but I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens as this goes on. I mean, I'm sure as this unfolds, we'll talk about it because that really is something big in comics, especially if Jonathan Hickman is going to be out of contract and has the possibility to go somewhere else. I, I hope s- not. I, I also, like, okay, if he's gone, can they continue his storyline? Not with his sure. scripts, but they could just use whatever base he already... Oh, sure. That, that's why I'm saying, like, why else would you need a month to okay, well, if lay low? Well, what I'm saying is, like, if they're going to do this, really, how much of a difference does it make now that he's gone if he's already laid the foundation of what the story's it's, going it's to be? It's his style of writing, though, for me, at least. Like, he has a very... It's not, I don't know, I wouldn't say mature, but it's just, that X-Men comic is not meant for kids. Not in the sense where it's, like, graphic, but it's just, it's such a well-thought-out, complex idea that he, only he can write it that way. Hmm. And his, the way that he has dialogue and the way he discusses story in the comics, you can't get another writer to do that. Not the same way. To me, the way to explain it is... It's what Zack Schneider put on screen side by side to what Joss Whedon did. I can't beat that fucking. It's not the same. That is. I mean, that is a gross overstatement. Those are two top tier directors. Yeah, but people see it. Yeah, (laughs) but that's the thing too is with that whole Joss Whedon thing, he didn't have much time to come up with a script either. It's not like he had a year to prep for the movie. It was just like here, come into this role and fucking. Make this shit happen. All right, cool. I guess I'll do this. And they already had plans of what they wanted to do. So, like, I don't put all the blame on Josh Whedon. I know it sucked. Mm-hmm. The movie sucked. But, like, 
that's not how it would work. And then, like, yeah, I guess somebody would come into this role and um, would have to write the comic. But my uh, my my stance is that the foundation is already laid. The story's there. Now, the style of writing is going to be a little bit different, but the story is there. It's not somebody coming into a whole different thing, changing the the whole format of the story. Because we already know, based on fucking the vomit that I have to read fucking every week about this stupid Snyder cut, like, that they were going to do this and they were going to do that. You know, I mean, it's co- two completely different avenues that they were they, they went on. With this, with this comic, I'm saying that somebody walks in and says, hey, look, I understand the direction that he was trying to go. And my, you know, maybe his, his writing's not the, the best, but it, it could be the same because you're not going to use, I guess you're going to use the same artist, right? The same people that are making the comic look the same. It's just oh, going to sure, sound yeah, I'm differently. Sure the artist will but that's what, the that's my point is that that's why that's a gross overstatement because it looked completely different. It's a, a completely yeah, different look. The problem is, though, is, is a writer like that attached to a comic like that, that has power. Like, I want to read it because he's the writer. And if the writer changes it to somebody else... You won't read it? I, I would be less inclined to. Would and you I, read it? I, I still would probably, but I would you gotta be... Give it a shot. I, I don't know. The thing with that, too, is what I'm trying to say is, yeah, I mean, you could have a competent writer, but still the person who signs on is going to be a yes man to Marvel. Because with oh, Hickman, sure. oh, yeah, that's he's, a, <laughs> he's taking a stance. He's saying, this is what I'm doing, and if they're trying to pressure him into adding different scenarios and possible crossovers and doing this like clearly they're doing something to piss him off and whatever that is it's not true to his vision kind of like wb now with this new guy who will jump in he will do the same thing that whedon did he was a yes man he did everything they wanted added humor added this and that as to where this guy will be like i got a fucking job writing for (laughs) x-men yes where do you want fucking deadpool (laughs) <laughs> Where do you want him? Because he's going to be there over and over. And that that's what it's going to do, and it's going to weaken it because it's going to take a true visionary's vision and dilute it with corporate bullshit, and we're going to sell more comics because everybody already loves it. They're hooked into it. Uh, the masses don't really pay attention to this. They don't really care that we're going to fuck this dude over, and then we're going to just make it standard. It's just going to be not extraordinary. It's going to be blah. I wanna. I just wanna. I just want to be. I'm trying to to hold my ground to say that like I don't think it's gonna be that bad. Even if he goes, I'm. I could be wrong. I mean, I I haven't followed Marvel enough to know that this is the way they do business. You know, what I mean, like I don't read enough of their comics. And I don't follow enough of the headlines to to know that that's what they do to everybody, or at least to they've done it to other people to say like, hey, look, you're making a great comic, but we want to do some shit a different way you're gone so now we're going to change this comic up so for me personally i don't know that that's what they do now if it just so happens that this happens this runs the course the course that you're saying it's running where he's gone and we're going to find out about it and then they're going to bring somebody in and they're going to fuck him and like his whole the whole shit's changed i'll know about it because you guys will let me know about it (laughs) um and then it'll change my perspective on i already like have a I don't give a fuck really about uh, comic story arcs because I don't. They, I for me, there's there's so many of them, and it just it feels like they change hands so often that it's just something that I cannot really get into because by the time I get into one, it feels like there's a whole different one coming in, you know, from a from, you know, from a different angle. 
and I just I lose interest. It's like playing a game and then the second one comes out before I was even done finishing the first one and I'm just like, okay, well this is a completely different game and I lose interest. So that's where it's like that's where my stance is on comics. But if this does happen, I'm going to have a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to Marvel comics even more than I already have now because I'm just that's going to just enhance my my thought of saying, okay, well there's no really I don't feel like reading these comics because it seems like it doesn't matter if somebody likes it, you know, if it's not making the money. You know, that's what it is. So I hope that it doesn't happen. And that's but the way it's sounding now and the way that everything's starting to line up, it just doesn't make sense, dude, because they're already making money. It just doesn't make sense to be like, yeah, okay, well, we can make more money if we kick said dude out. It sounds like an X-Men game. It did, didn't it? It's not, to me, it, it's got to be a side-scroller, like a beat-em-up, but I can't tell because it, it sounds almost like, it's not like the Mega Blocks of, Mega Blocks? <laughs> like, like the, the Mega Blocks of a side-scroller, <laughs> yeah. It's not like the straight-up knockoff, what the did, Dollar Tree action figure. What did y'all say? Some kind of X Men game. Mm, it did sound like an X Men game. Is it? No. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um. Yeah, because it sounded like it did. It did sound like a cheap X Men game. Let, let's hear it again, because this shit's hype. Sounds like Battletoads had sex with the X Men game song. You're gonna be really pissed off at you guys. Well, I don't know about Joel. That's yeah, I don't know. Thing. Um, yeah, it did sound cheap, but it did sound superhero. I'm gonna say Avengers. Oh man, way off. Oh yeah, yeah, way off. Well, it sounds superhero-y because it did sound like it would be an X-Men song, but it did sound like Battletoads. Let me hit you with some knowledge. It is um Goldeneye. What? That's, yep, that is Goldeneye. Like N64. Yeah, N64 Goldeneye. When? Like. Is this one of those damn you can select the audio? <laughs> I mean, no. It's like probably like main menu Goldeneye. Huh. Actually. Main menu. I don't, I don't know. know about <laughs> yeah, I was going to say man. main menu, but it's like, it's Goldeneye, bro. Like, it's in fucking Goldeneye. It's like. Like the ending credit <laughs> song. <laughs> <and> <laughs> the most it obscure is, shit it in the game. Goldeneye. It's like the load screen. It lasts a good 10 seconds on the game. <laughs> Yeah, no, I never would have guessed that at all. That does not seem like Goldeneye. It took me so long to find that fucking sound. I wanted to hit that when you guys were wrong, but, you know. <laughs> we whooped your ass like four delay. weeks in a row. I mean, it's true. We did for a while. Yeah, but you guys missed on Goldeneye. Like, that wasn't Goldeneye. That's Goldeneye. <laughs> That's legit Goldeneye. That was like a bonus level that no one gets. <laughs> it's like B-sides. <laughs> yeah. Deep tracks bullshit. Right? Give me some deep cuts, man. This shit's Dope. Whatever. You want to talk about some bullshit? The uh, Video Game Awards were this past Thursday. Uh, no, there's not really much bullshit in this. So, 
like I said, last week, Thursday, the video game awards were held, and um, there were a lot of new game announcements, trailers, and some crowning along with game of the year. We'll get to that at the end. But uh, yeah, let's go over some of these awards that were handed out. We're only going to go through some of them uh, as there is community support award. There's audio design. Don't get me wrong. Audio design deserves some love. And we'll even tell you it was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, That game did sound beautiful. I mean, gamers talk about that shit all the time. The audio in that game is amazing your your son jeremiah just today. talked yeah, about that today talked about it today how he said that because i asked him if that's how he juan has Juan's son has a clip online where he dusts these two kids that were talking trash and he kills them seven times in 30 seconds in a clip but uh yeah he gave credit to the well he gave some credit to the audio audio design because he could hear where they're coming from so i mean it's they're not bullshit awards it's just we don't have time to go over everything, I'll, I'll list them really quick. Content creator of the year, Shroud, esports coach. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, well, I knew there was coaches, but I didn't know they got awards. Zonic, right? Esports event, League of Legends championships, 2019 esports game of the year, League of Legends esports host. I'm not even gonna say that. It's s s jokes <laughs> jokes s j o k z. Hey, I'm so it. old right now. As <laughs> Joe's esports player Booga, cool name. That's fun to say. Wait, an individual player got an award? Esports player of the year Booga. Wow. What do you get with this? Is Our it just bu- an award? Bugha? You get money. Booga. That's his name. I said Booga. You get money with it? Uh, I don't think so. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah. Esports team G two Esports Family Game Luigi's Mansion Three. Hey, Pedro has been raving about that game. I hear it's like really, Luigi? really good. Yeah. Oh, it is a gem. Game yeah. is fantastic. Pedro's always loved those games, yeah, which Luigi's I always thought Legends, was super yeah. cool. That's that's a franchise that he's always been super passionate it's about. Super casual and lighthearted, and just it's great. All right, so here we go. These are some of the ones that we'll start getting into. Uh, starting off with fighting game of the year. The choices were Jump Force, Dead or Alive Six, which I didn't know they were still making those Wait, big titty games. A, that that uh, <laughs> yeah, baby, <They're> big titty <laughs> games. That's what it is. Is that delicious? I didn't know that was out. Yep. MK11. Yeah. Uh, Samurai Showdown and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh. Care to guess who won? Gotta be Super Smash. Yep. It is, in fact, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So, yeah. Uh, honestly, for me, that's no surprise there. That game is, I mean, that's just, it's it's another installment of Super Smash Bros. You can't beat it. Uh, I think probably the game that had the most chance was Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, there were a lot of hentai fans in <laughs> Dead or Alive. Uh, we'll get to that one in a second. Um, you know, a lot of peers say that that's not a fighter game. What? Um, Smash Brothers. Because they're not good at a it. Lot of, yeah, a lot of peers uh, scoff at it for being a fighter game. They, uh, it's not traditional in the um, you know, two D or three D eh, fighting world. Whatever. Yeah. So they like uh, they because they're bums at it. Probably. It's it's the way we complain about Fortnite. It's true. <laughs> it's not a real game. That's for, for baby up. whiners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mobile game it was also Call of Duty Mobile. And uh, all right, multiplayer game of the year. So we have Borderlands Three, Apex Legends, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris Ninety Nine. Oh wow! Oh, that actually won an award. Well, these are oh okay. 
choices. And uh, Tom Clancy's The Division 2, which I thought that came out two years ago. Uh, it, was in, it was in March. Okay. All right, boys, what's your pick? Yeah. Well, I can see your screen, so. <laughs> Stop looking. Sorry. I mean, I'm curious. <laughs> Is I want to be comfortable, too. <laughs> what would be your pick? Juan, it is Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, and The Division For 2. For what? Multiplayer games? Yes, sir. Um, Apex. I already know what happens. <laughs> All right. Apex Legends, in fact, has won wow, multiplayer games. Wow, I'm two for two, baby. Do, 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 do. I, I don't feel like <laughs> queuing it up right now. <laughs> Episode three. Here we go. Uh, ongoing game, of course. The Tyrant, Fortnite. Uh, did you guys check out what they just did? No. No. Oh, wait, the Star Wars thing? Yeah, did you guys, like, watch the, the I video? Did not, I heard that it was all, wait, you mean online, though? Because, like, not live. That yeah, thing no, got, I didn't have time yeah, to fucking I was going to say, that thing got, like, <laughs> the servers were crashing. Oh, yeah, people were dropping out left and right. Um, So it was sick. Again, we talk shit about this game, but we're not good at it. That's why. It's amazing, though. It's so awesome. And the fact that it, I, if they keep doing ongoing game of the year, this is going to win nonstop because I don't see any other ongoing game beating this. It went up against Destiny 2, wah, uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy 14, wah, Apex Legends, eh, I could see that, and uh, Rainbow Six Siege, which that's also a monster in itself. But Fortnite just, they have legions. <laughs> they have legions upon legions. Uh, so this past weekend, it was Saturday at 2 p.m., they did a Star Wars event, and it started off with the Millennium Falcon being chased by uh, TIE fighters, and they had this huge shootout in the sky. It was super cool, and uh, once it lands on this platform, it lowers down, and this uh, hologram guy walks out, and he's surrounded by a stormtrooper, and they start discussing what's going to happen, this and that, and he's like, oh, and... We have director J.J. Abrams here, and J.J. Abrams popped out in Fortnite mode. Like, he was all Fortnited out, and he what was like, hell? he's like, here I am, it's, uh, I'm J.J. Abrams, I'm the director of this <laughs> and that. Like Rick and, and he Morty, was, here <laughs> I am. <laughs> and he was like, and I am skinnier than I've ever been, because their character designs are like real skinny legs and shit. But it was cool as shit, it looked just like J.J. Abrams. And uh, he had a conversation with the crowds, and... He was like, uh, he kept having people emote and stuff to show their excitement. And you got to vote on what scene you wanted to see. And they had different scenes set up. It was, um, one was Darth uh, Jar Jar. One was, um, or it, he said, guess what the scene will be. It was Darth Jar Jar. Ray uses uh, Jedi mind trick. Um, wait, wait, wait. These were live. This was a live poll. I, I know that, but, like, the scenes themselves are actual yes. scenes? Yeah, he was there talking. It was just like the marshmallow uh, thing. But there's Marshm a Darth... What the fuck? Uh, Jar Jar? No, no. Well, these are all scenes that you got to vote on what you thought it was going to be. Oh. And every, a lot of, like, the majority picked Ray uses uh, the Jedi mind trick. And he said, well, that one won, so we'll show that one. So everybody was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so everybody was like, if we parked Jar Jar, that would have been a thing, which I don't think so. I think it was already like predetermined, okay. but it was funny for him to throw that out there. And then they show the scene. Of course, Ray uses the force. And um, 
or she uses a Jedi mind trick, and then he continues the little TED Talk esque uh, Fortnite talk, and he tells everybody thanks for hanging out and they name drop people like uh one of there's a streamer named Doc, uh, dr lupo and it was so cool because uh i was watching one of somebody's reaction thing that was in his group and he geeked out when, when they name dropped him. he was like yo jj abrams just talked about me and it was, <laughs> it was super cool but then uh it ends with uh more tie fighters coming in and they had to like flee so they get on the ship and stuff and they were like, oh, one last thing. We left a little surprise for you. And everybody goes up to, all right, it's one more question. It says, what's your, or, what's your favorite lightsaber color? And you voted, and this box appeared and busted open, and whatever you picked, you got that. That's so just by picked? being part of that, that event, you got a lightsaber added to your inventory. I'm looking at this guy in a Stormtrooper uniform with a purple lightsaber. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, so anybody who picked uh, during that event, you have that now to play as your uh, your pickaxe. That's awesome. That's dope. Yeah, so it was a free gift just for being there. How awesome is that, dude? Like, that, that is so cool just to have that. And, I mean, yet again, it is something, a first, that no one's ever done. It was a scene premiere in a video game. Yeah. It, it, it didn't look choppy. It looked amazing. So I mean, if they keep putting Fort, if if they're allowed to keep putting Fortnite in here, it's not gonna lose for a long time. It's ads made fun. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. They're ads made fun, like the marshmallow concert thing or marshmallow event. Oh yeah, it's a promotion for his stuff. Everybody, like, a day doesn't go by that I don't see somebody posting a picture of their kid or a kid on the street or at a store wearing something marshmallow. Yep, it's crazy. It's so nuts, but I mean, yeah, they're they're smart about it. So, yeah, ongoing game, uh, winner of the year, Fortnite. It's gonna be like that for a while. Uh, role playing game of the year, Disco Elysium. I don't even know what that is. There you go. It beat out Final Fantasy fourteen, Kingdom Hearts three, Monster Hunter World, and the Outer Wilds, which a lot of people thought the Outer Wilds were gonna win. Outer Worlds. Oh, is that a typo? Yeah, typo. Yeah, but Outer Worlds, yeah. That's weird. This is Polygon. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait, what game won? Outer World or uh Disco Elysium. Yeah, it's an independent game. And what for what title? RPG. Okay. Um score and music, Death Stranding. <laughs> uh sports racing game, Crash Team Racing Nitro Field. That's really cool. Uh let's go back. Let's go to some other ones. Oh, well, all right, so those were the ones that we were going to go over. Um, on top of that, this is what I wanted to talk about. So, game of the year, this did not win. Uh, we were talking about this the other day. It was, I think it was in, no, we actually talked about this off podcast. So, we discussed Death Stranding and, uh, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> the whole kind of you're either for it 100% or you hate it. And it was announced that it was a possible choice for game of the year. I will say that this, did, in fact, did not win game of the year. And there was a lot of controversy. The guy saying that people didn't play it because America only plays shooter games and all these different excuses and stuff. And it's funny because uh, we discussed this and we said that me and Joel personally think, based on watching people play it and stuff, and it wasn't just like I logged on for five minutes to watch it. 
I was fast forwarding through videos trying to see like I want to see a good part. I want to see what this game is all about. I could not find it. It's boring. It took it's boring. forever. It's so boring. Yeah, it is a UPS simulator. It's a your UPS. delivery man, <laughs> and you're in this town, and you got a baby attached to you. It's weird, uh, but you know, purists need to love this game. That's what I think. You know what I heard from somebody recently? They play the boring parts so they can get to the next cutscene to watch the next cutscene. That's all that it is. Also, just a, a, a the cinematics are awesome apparently, and the gameplay sucks. But what about the story of the game? There's uh, no roads, and you got a baby. I'm, well, I'm saying like <laughs> for the cutscenes, they have to lead somewhere. Like, do they? Like, okay, I remember back in the day where, like, I thought that eventually video games were just going to be... Movies? Yeah, play-along movies, right? Well, they did that with uh, Iceman. Uh, what was that game? I know what game you're talking about. Um, uh, were you, uh, Quantum Quantum Break? Or Quantum, yeah, Quantum something. Break, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, and that was supposed to be like that, where you had multiple decisions, and you basically changed the game the way you picked your decisions. Mm-hmm. And it would change the cutscene. And I thought that when I was younger, so I just... I thought when I grew up that most games would have these amazing stories and we'd just be able to change them based on whatever we did. That's why I wonder, like, if everybody's trying to play this game just to get through the cutscenes, I wonder what the over the story itself is in the game, if it's any good. Or, you know, I mean, you have to walk here and walk there to do it, but is the story good? That, that's why I'm wondering. No story is worth me walking to Mordor <laughs> in digital world to see a five-minute clip and then walking back to the Shire for another clip and then walking the fuck back to Mordor. It's not worth it. So boring. So um, the funny thing is, yeah, this didn't win Game of the Year because it wasn't Game of the Year. It, just based off watching stuff, just based off watching people react to playing the game and being like, God damn, like, they, it just didn't look like they were having fun. But it won game direction of the year, <laughs> which to me, that's kind of like you tried. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah, you it was supposed to be something. So you deserve to win. It's like the participation trophy in kids sports to me. That's what it feels like. Uh, but yeah, this was no game of the year. I didn't try it. I do not want to try it. If you say you got to give it a shot, I do not have to. And I will not. So, <laughs> um, Now to top dog game of the year. What would you guys say your game of the year is? Oh, I already know what it is, so. It, is it your game of the year, though? Uh, hmm. You know, I wish Star Wars would have been in that contention list. Won't that be next year? Nope. No, oh, because that, that was this year. That's this year. Star Wars wasn't but in. Smash Brothers was last year. It was, like, very end of December, though, when it came out. Yeah, when did Star Wars come out? About a uh, Last month? No. Yeah, last month. Weren't they already done picking stuff for this though? Nope. Oh. Death Stranding came out, uh, like like a week or two before. No, so any, anybody could have guessed that wait. that was gonna make it on list though. But anybody who jocks Metal Gear is all about. So that Star shit. Wars didn't even make the cut. Nope, that's dumb. So it's not that good then. Okay. It's fantastic. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, I love uh, it. It it looked way better than fucking. It does have faults in it. The platforming is not great, but the game is super good. Juan, any uh, standout games this year that you would say? Any standout games that I played this year where I was like, wow, that is a great game. Um, Devil May Cry was really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll to play that. When did Resident Evil come out? Was that this year that or last year? Was this year, year? too? Yeah. That was a good I mean, I didn't beat it myself, 
but I played it, and it was a good game. It, of course, it's a remake, but it was like mm. a built from the ground up remake. So I think that that didn't even get any kind of consideration. All right, so it did. Uh, I won't tell you the winner just yet. These are the picks. So you have Control, you have Death Stranding because it had to be there. Uh, you have Resident Evil 2, the remake. You have Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and The Outer Worlds. Yeah, the complete typo in the last one. And Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I mean, I feel like the list should be expanded a little bit. Like that. I did hear seem... that Control is really good. Yes, I heard Control. I haven't gotten to it, but I want to play it. Never heard of it. It's made by uh, the Alan Wake team. Oh, really? Remedy? See, yeah, see Alan Wake is a really good game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, ended up winning I, that. I actually, I actually heard that that one, and I still haven't played that. Was that PS4 only? Nope. Oh, so that's... that's okay. It's and actually quite good. That is from the same uh, team as... Um, Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls. What game was it that was um, kind of like that? There was two samurai games that were coming out this year. Ghost of Tsushima. That's yeah, next that's year. The, okay, see, that's the that one. G- yeah, that got pushed to next gen. And that's that one the word like he's out in the open and in that the like the field. Oh, See, that's yeah. the one that I am excited about. And I'm freaking wondering, didn't Red Dead come out this year or was that last year? Last year. year? That was last year. Oh, that, uh, I that, played it. That lost, right? Lost God of War. Oh. That's because and Joel was clamoring I was about it. <laughs> so pissed. That was going to win. That's right. God of War deserved the win. I didn't play it still. I mean, I don't have a PS4. I've played a little bit of it and it was it was awesome. I'm telling you right now, though, next year, it's all cyberpunk. It's got to be. All in. It's got to be. Or Last of Us Part Two. Ooh. That comes out next year, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't played the first one yet. dogfight so. right there. Oh, that's interesting. But no, with Sekiro, uh, that makes sense to me. It is. I, pl- I played it for a while. It's, it's very hard. A lot of fun. Uh, but it's a very, very, very well-made game. So it, when I heard that it won, it just, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I, I could see that. Yeah, I I didn't really pay much attention to it, mostly because I was mad because it wasn't um, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I saw everybody playing it on my friends list for a while, and I was like, "When the fuck did that come out? Like, <laughs> I don't, is that like <laughs> that racist? Because I thought it was the same game." What the one <laughs> Samurai games? Sekiro and <laughs> See, I knew there was two of them, but I didn't know which one was which. I don't think it's as bad as Juan thinking Billy D. Williams is Apollo Dude, Creed. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they look alike. I watched the old movies, and I was like, that's Apollo Creed right there. Oh my God. <laughs> but no, speaking of Ghost of Tsushima, that got in the uh, release window. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, okay. Summer 2020. Hmm. And that is next gen, right? Nope. Or, oh, it's not? PS4, Xbox One. Wow, why are they waiting? Because... Next year, I mean, we're getting the next installment, so why would we so late? I feel like if they were going to do it next gen, it wouldn't even come out at that point. You would be pushing towards later in the year. I think it's because the consoles are going to be backwards compatible. Oh, okay. That what's the point of delaying it any longer? Mm. It looks good, dude. I, I really hope that it, it plays up because there was one game that I thought looked really good, and it was fucking garbage. It was that... uh. Oh my god! It it was like an anime game. The guy had like four arms. Sora's Wrath. Yes, yep. I thought that was gonna be so fucking good. It's pretty cool. It's not that good, bro. Like it was all what the quick the quick button quick time events. Yeah, quick time events. And I was just like, this is fucking garbage. Like I I thought like because there were some aspects of the game that made it look cool, and even that trailer where he's like fighting that 
one finger comes in and he's like trying to stop it. It's like breaking his arms off. I was like, wow, this game looks so good. And then I played it and I was like, this game blows, dude. I'm done with it. <laughs> so I really hope it's not one of those things because this game looks amazing. Yeah, no, the visuals alone sold me. It, it, that looks super good. Source Point Press is a Michigan-based publication that publishes books, comics, and graphic novels specializing in horror, sci-fi, fantasy, and pulp. And they have been working on different movie deals and everything for their series. They just put out a movie called um, Rotten Tale, which was, I want to say, their first push into like a live-action uh, movie. And now they actually are putting together their first run at a animated series. Ooh, that's tough. And huh? So that's tough. Oh yeah, based on what uh yeah. we've heard like the price for these things are going to be pretty tough. Uh they released a trailer for it though. I just got done showing Juan and Joel the uh trailer for Franklin and Ghost. <laughs> this is the story. So Franklin and Ghost is a sci-fi adventure story about two troublemaking aliens who escape slavery on their home planet by stealing a spaceship crash and then crashing it on earth they inhabit the two first things that they find which happen to be a fox and a skull the surprising thing about this is the voice cast that is signed on for the series that hasn't even been picked up yet so did anybody Covering this because Joel be cheating. I'm just <laughs> Did you guys pick up on any of the voices? No. Was, was there anything that stood out? Because there are some fucking heavy hitters. Really? Yes. Um, maybe the general's voice sounded familiar. Okay. But I don't know. I, I couldn't give you who, who they are. All right. So starting from the left of the trailer, the pilot, her name is Delilah. Okay. Delilah. And she is played... By Veronica Taylor. Is that Pikachu? Ash Ketchum. That's who it is. I was like, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, well, yeah. That yeah, that's in right. itself is fucking huge. Like, that's crazy. I met Mind her. you, this is a Source Point Press adaptation cartoon that is not picked up. They got her to keep do that, the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> so that, and if this gets picked up, she'll be signed on to play Delilah. She so. got a naughty mouth. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> she got cakes, dude. Uh, it was fun meeting her. It was. She was nice. Uh, center of the main picture was Ghost, the floating skull. Yeah. He sounded like he was a uh, a really well voice oh, yeah. actor. Oh, yeah. I don't know about voice acting. I don't know what he's done, but he's a very good actor. Master Shake. What? No. Billy Bob Thornton. That's oh. Billy Bob Thornton? Yup. That is Billy Bob Thornton. He's done voice acting in uh, Princess Mononoke. Yep. Holy shit. He yeah, did. he was the old man. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton played Skull. And Franklin the Fox. Don't know him. Nothing. You, I'm surprised. No, nothing. Joel, I'll give a little pass. But you, I am. Are you sure? I'd have to hear it again. But no, I couldn't. I didn't hear anything. Sean Schemmel. Fucking Goku? Goku. Oh. Wow. That was Goku. <laughs> wow, they got Goku on this they shit? They got Goku. 
Billy Bob Thornton and Ash Ketchum. And to close things out. Yeah, who's the general guy? General Eric Badgoy. Bad, so it's Bad Goy, but it's Bad Guy. Okay. Eric Bad Guy. Played by none other than the Prince of All Saiyans. Oh, wow. That's the Vig- that's All Might? Christopher Sabat. Seriously? Yes. Dude, this cast is stacked. Huh. And the, the, mind you, this is not picked up. I know I've said it a few times, but this is not a picked up series. This is a test footage. And uh, this is inspired by the comic series created by Garrett Gunn and Nick Torres. But yeah, so like I said, uh, Source Point Press has been really trying to push out of their uh, main multimedia, which is comic books, graphic novels. And they've been really trying to push their product into live action or series of any format. And like I said, Rotten Tail was their first outgoing. Second will be this Franklin and Ghost. But when I saw this, I was like completely taken back. Like I was like, what the hell? That is a stacked cast. You have, I mean, all of them are amazing, but you have the top like three mainstream anime in yeah. history, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I agree. If, if people, yeah. if you talk to people about anime, the always ones that get that get brought up: Dragon Ball Z. Nowadays, My Hero Academia, and who doesn't like Pokemon? Like that's crazy in itself. And then fucking Billy Bob Thornton's bad Santa ass boy. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not trying to take anything from Bob Thornton. He's uh, amazing. Monster Ball. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton is an amazing actor. I'm just fucking around. So, but that is ridiculous. I mean, that cast alone, I don't see how that thing doesn't get picked up. And the the I haven't read Franklin and Ghost. When I saw this, I got interested. I have read a lot of different Source Point Press things. Uh, I really do like their their talent that they have writing for them and everything. And this has me interested. I definitely want to check it out and see what it is because no doubt in my mind this gets picked up. All right. So here's the thing. Here's my devil's advocate of why this. Okay. So this is test footage. That, are they using this as the, I guess, the the selling ship that they're showing people like, hey, look, this is the cartoon that we'd like to do. Pick Probably. Up? Okay. Mm-hmm. So my issue is with the, with the trailer. Um. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, I understand they're on a spaceship and there's a general, but, like, the writing itself within the trailer, I wasn't a fan of. Same. I don't know why. I just, like, okay, the delivery, the deliveries weren't great. Um, And I know that I'm saying, I'm not saying it's a, a case of bad boy da- voice acting because we know that's not the, tr- the, the case. Mm-hmm. I think it's bad writing. And yeah. I also think that when you're trying to sell something, especially something that, that's... Mm, you know, space adventure type deal. We've seen it with uh, Rick and Morty, and we've seen it with uh, a bunch of other stuff too. But to go the route of adult, mature, just even the the swearing seemed kind of forced to me. Um, some of the some, and it, that could just be a a, a case with character too, because I don't know how often Goku swears off off screen or you know. Ash swears off screen and shit like it's not uh, I don't know if it's a thing that they're used to and I don't know if throwing them into a role that they've never because I don't know if she's done anything 
like that. That's why it's surprising to me. Um, to be thrown into a role where, like, your character is supposed to be this. And I know it's really rough because they haven't been able to mold their characters yet. You know, mm -hmm. they're just like, this is what, who you are and this is what you got to do. I just, that trailer alone, I'm like, eh. You know, um, animation quality seemed okay. Uh, but the dialogue seemed pretty bad. And along with that, they didn't really showcase what they actually were doing. They just showed... They just showed you that they have this like rough relationship between the fox. I'm assuming it's a fox and the pilot. You yeah. know, and the dude Billy Bob Thornton had one line, one or two lines. Mm -hmm. I think he had one. Um. So then, and then to throw this general in there, that it's like I don't even remember what he said. He said, "If it isn't the two biggest shitheads." Right, in the right, right. So even that line to come in with that line, like, okay, we don't know who these people are. We understand that they that you don't like them, but just. That, to have that as your selling point, I didn't like it. Well, I don't know. if I mean, I'm sure there's more to the, that they're sending to actual uh, studios and stuff like that, but that's just what they released to IGN. Right. I, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I don't take away the fact that all four of those people, to get all, first of all, for something that's unheard of, for lo, like, it's low budget, right? Yes. I mean, this is, uh, so I think what Juan's saying, like, it's not, top two yeah, like it, publishers like, this isn't like i'm not i'm not trying to dog so, source point press or anything like that but they are relatively small i they let's put it like this um our hometown uh holland michigan has a comic-con that we love and it's i mean it's a great comic-con and everything we're just a smaller town and they still booth there they still every year they booth there. They're constantly there selling their stuff, and it's awesome. Uh, I don't take anything away from them. They have really good books. Nora is a great fucking book, and I'm not saying that because we got to uh, talk to Casey or anything like that. I personally, I'll throw it out there. I didn't read it the first year that I had it. It, it sat, and finally issue two came out, and I was like, I, I want to give this a shot. It's good writing, and um. On top of that, there's uh, can't remember what it is called. There's a it's a storyline of like Frankenstein as like a detective, and it's created by uh, Tyler Souls. Really good book too, but um, yeah. So they have talent, but the thing is, they're still really small. Yeah, that's my point. Is so that yeah, that's that's awesome to ha to be this small to get that level of talent and be this small. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Like that's yeah. amazing. I I just say if it's if this is what they're pitching to people, I can see why it hasn't been picked up right away because it's just not for me personally i wasn't i wasn't like oh man i gotta watch this show you know what mm -hmm. i mean i, I want to hear what joel had to say or like his thoughts about what what you just seen no i mean i agree i i thought that it was just kind of eh. I'll, I'll, i would watch maybe an episode or two of it just to see out of curiosity what it's about but and that's the thing too is that i i i agree that you have to let a show build like, yeah. the people say that you have to give a show at least five to ten episodes, you know, to fall into their own. And I agree. I give two to three. Uh, wow. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean five to ten I think is pretty good. Like, the first episode of Rick and Morty, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I had to watch at least, like, three of them. Like, the Yo, Scary I'm Terry just, came scary on, Terry and, I was was like, yeah, and I was like, wow, that's great. And then I was sold. And uh, but I just I had to watch a couple more before I understood what the hell I was watching. Here, let me let me throw this out to like just give a little bit of a scenario. You're claiming that you are willing to pit 
five to possibly ten hours. Given on the content, yeah. Into a show. Yeah, that, well, that's a lot of time. Well, that's, that's an hour. That's hours long show. No, but I'm, I'm saying if it was 30 minutes and you're willing to go to 10, that's five hours. Yeah, it's five or hours. Or if it's an hour each, that is 10 five hours. Is not nah, that, man. Five hours. That's is not a that lot long. of time, man. Five two hours? or three at most. I'm One, that is two full length movies. Half hour episodes, if you're going to okay. 10, well, 10 I'm deep. saying we g- all right. This is the thing <laughs> we give the Mandalorian what six hours now. Oh, I gave it a five minute intro, yeah. and I was hooked. no, but yeah, I'm saying, but we're we're at the point now, and we, I, this is an animation, but we're at the point now, we're like, where are we going, right? Yeah, that's true, right? We're but there, it still gives it's me still, fun. huh? It still gives me fun. Well, that's the thing is that like if this show has its moments. Where yeah. it was like, oh, that was good. That was funny. I want to see where this character goes. I, even if I clung to one character and I was like, I like this character. Like, I was drawn into the skull because it didn't say much. And I wanted to know what the hell it was about. And then when it finally said something, I was like, okay, it's it kind of, it seems like it only talks when it needs to talk type mm-hmm. of deal. And I'm like, all right, I'm down with it. Um, That's the thing that I pulled from the trailer. But, like, I would give this show a couple a couple episodes it's to see where it was going and then if it was all right i would check out some more but i just going from that pitch i'm just saying that's probably not the best for me personally it's not the best pitch that i've seen yeah no i i completely agree i'm not, i'm not trying to say that i don't agree with you all i when i when i saw it i wasn't floored but the thing was i saw who was tied to it beforehand um if if i saw that first before seeing or hearing or reading anything about it yeah i I would have been the same way because i definitely was that way after knowing that but the thing is i know who these people are i know what they've worked on oh yeah it's gonna get better like well and i know they said yes to the concept yeah so as much as we got those shitty lines and yeah the animation's bad but really like you can you can look at it and know that they are definitely trying to Get the most bang out of their buck for that little scenario. And that scene was definitely probably made in like Photoshop or an Adobe product where you just gave certain parts hinges and they would move. Right, right. I understand what you mean. Like like flash and shit. Oh yeah, it was it was a very cheap yeah, like uh Newgrounds. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not it, saying it, I'm not saying that the animation was terrible. I'm just saying yeah, but I, I'm saying there, there's there's definitely room to go up from there. Oh, yeah, there. of course. And I, I think whatever they told to All Might, to Goku, to Ash Ketchum. Yeah, to get them on board. To, yeah, that's to, what to I want to know. Say, like, I want to know. Yeah, exactly. I, I want to see what they presented them. And that's why I want to check out the comic myself so I know. Like, it, it has to be something good. And I like, I like the synopsis that it says online. Like, it's a story of two escaped slaves who crashed on Earth, and um, they took the body of a fox and a skull because they don't know what the hell they are. They're just like, oh, these two things, and they transform into them. <laughs> like, Dude, that's like they, tons more context yeah. than what I got on the trailer because I had no idea that that happened. Yeah, so I'm sure with, with the rest of it, they have to sit down and they explain everything. But, I mean, for the most part, that did give – the initial vibe and context of what they're going to be going for with these characters. Like it shows you, okay, it is going to be more Rick and Morty esque. It is going to be adult humor. There's going to be a Goku, the Fox who is very off the hinges and seems very squirrely. Yeah. Squirrely and just rabid almost. And you have the no nonsense general who's clearly after them 
for something they've done probably uh they were probably slaves in his armada or whatever and he wants them back uh so there there is a, i would just knowing that and knowing who's attached to it i personally would invest some time to find out what those connected dots are Agreed. because if, if if i know that okay they're slave aliens who crashed to earth and now they're on the run and this guy's clearly pissed off at him they were probably his slaves and I want to know why he's after him, why they escaped, and of course you don't want to be a slave. But <laughs> I, I, I'm intrigued. It wasn't the best, but I am intrigued. And the biggest selling point is because they all said yes. Yeah, like I agree. There, there's not one small time hitter here. Like there's no, uh, fucking what is a anime show that you wouldn't really even know. That I wouldn't know. Like you wouldn't guess the 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 voice actor. Like oh well, I'll put it like this: There's no like Marvel Alliance uh, voice actors on here that you're like, oh, well, he played he played Iron Man. I didn't know that. Like, there's nothing like right, that. Right, These like, are all yeah, like right. huge guys. So or and girls, but I think it has legs. I don't know if they're sprinting legs. I don't know if they're like just standing, but it has legs to an extent, and. To me, I'm just excited because always I'm going to harp this because I think it is the most important thing as fans right now. We need, and this isn't Dark Horse, this isn't Image, but we need publishers to stand up and say, hey, look, we have content, we have storylines, and they're going to compete. Because any person, any Netflix, any Hulu, any Amazon should be looking at this and saying, every single one of these actors pulls fan base. And this is rivalry to, I'm not saying it's as good or it even has potential to be as good, but it has the same kind of collusion as Rick and Morty. So if you have a subscriber to your content and they start throwing their time on that show, you win. Any DBZ fan is going to be like, all right, I got to see Goku and Vegeta act outrageous. Right. You win. So just that, it's... It's going to make some waves, and I'm just excited to see where it goes from there. All right, so the winner of this week's Name That Frame is Andrew Verlee. You won. I can't remember what the movie was. Home Alone. Yes, I knew it was a Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, give us your information, and uh, we'll get you your prize. All right. So the first show poll of the day, could you beat up Joe Rogan? Um, in this room, a resounding no. Nope. So first of all, 80% said hell no. Uh, but yeah, let's just go, let's go through these comments real quick. The other 20% are Marvel fans. Uh, so uh, Rob, <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob says, I'm going to say maybe, but he's a trained mixed martial artist and he hangs out and practices with the best in the business. So I don't know. So maybe? Yeah, so I responded, the answer is no, Rob. That's the answer. No. So he says, I feel I at least stand a chance. No, he doesn't. But most likely, homeboy has got me unlocked. Rob Siegel, have you seen that man kick? You'd be broken. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen him kick, and that's why my game plan would be to make sure that he doesn't get an opportunity. I'm not saying I would beat his ass. I'm saying I at least stand a chance. Everybody has a chance, so I guess he's not wrong in the fact. No, every puncher has a chance. <laughs> now, Rob Siegel, 
How about you, uh, I don't know, go find a heavy bag, hit the thing to your best ability, and you post it on the page because I'll tell you whether or not you're a puncher. I mean, if you throw your hand and you connect with Joe Rogan, there's a chance That's that your you, chance. Can, yeah, you can <laughs> ch- You might be able to knock him out, but I'm going to bet the house that that doesn't happen. So, TJ, I said no at first, but where's the potentially answer? I've trained in a few different mixed martial arts, but in reality, it all comes down to that one hit, and who knows? I may be able to get you, or get it. You never really know, for real, in fights. That's why there's some people out there that die from one punch in a bar fight. <laughs> what? I just, I mean, he, he also responded saying, goes, sorry, sorry, I didn't even think the question again. You didn't overthink the question. You smoked too much of the weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is about I mean, that. Look, yeah, the, the, the laws of probability state, yes, something like that could happen, but that's like a one in a long, not going to happen chance. You know what I mean? Like, so it's not, I wouldn't bet on you knocking out Joe Rogan. It's just not the thing. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll look at I'm giving this dude points over Rob. TJ Macklin used the term trained, Rob used the term practice. This isn't basketball. <laughs> this isn't anything like that. This is martial arts. You train in the arts of combat. So I'm going to give TJ Macklin the upper hand on Rob, and I'm going to say in a fight between them, We're gonna pit our TJ will beat his ass. <laughs> our listeners must be, they must face off to the death. Rob, TJ calls you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek Langston, I am a black belt. He is a black belt with about 15 years experience on me. Dude would tie me up in knots. <laughs> yes. There okay. you go. Yeah. If anyone says yes, you're insane. This is from Aaron Fenters. Look at people who said yes. One will make. Oh, yeah. Look at the people who said yes. This is from Rob. One will make you laugh pretty good. If he's talking about himself, yes, I'm <laughs> laughing quite hard. I think he just said potentially. He never said that he could do it, but he said potentially. He's, yeah, he's still laughable, though. I, and the fact that Homeboy's making fun of people in there based on their looks is a little fucked up. Wait, sir. Okay, so there's 16 people. I didn't realize that many people actually said yes. Hooter said he could beat him up. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right, right. That, that's just good, good fun. All right, that's so <laughs> um, Javier Valdez says that he could beat up Joe Rogan. I'm going to call that a big no. Um, Yeah. Nico says he could beat him up. Nico's got them kicks. But I think Joe but Rogan think has them kicks as well. So yeah. I'm going to say Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. We didn't say in his prime. Even now, dude, he's like, he's, I'd say he could probably kick the shit out of you. Do you stream games? 81% said no. And I told people to drop their links in here. And only Rob liked it. So, or unless unless there's some <laughs> <laughs> unless there's some shit going on here that I, I, can't I told read. you people don't know how to oh, read. Okay, yeah, he put his down there. Oh, yeah. chaos. That's what's up. So we're gonna like that. Um, okay, here we go. Neo kills John Wick's dog in the Matrix. Who dies? Oh, John Wick. I agree. I mean, because it's the Matrix, right? Right. Exactly. Right. I mean, but this is the thing too. If you like Trinity and like. Um, Lawrence Fishburne's character. What's his name, Rudy? Morpheus. Morpheus. Yeah, they believe they're not the one, but they know that they can bend the laws in, inside the Matrix. If John Wick knows he can bend the laws with inside the Matrix, he doesn't become like Neo, but Neo can die in the Matrix. 
he becomes dangerous. Yeah. I'll give him that, but he would still have to come to the terms that he can do that. It's true. But and I, I think he would do it faster than Neo, but I, I don't think he's going to do it before Neo takes him out. He kills Neo with two pencils. <laughs> hey, before we move on, uh, did you see the gif I posted under uh, Rob's comment? Oh, wait, did you just post it recently? <laughs> uh, it was while you were talking. Uh, because no. I, I didn't know that he added that extra comment where he was like, I've seen him kick. That's why I game plan. There's no game plan. So, Did you put a gif of the rock? I have to reload the page. Aw, what, what, oh, damn it. Is it the gif of the rock game plan? No, it's his crackheads be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's this kid dancing. That's pretty funny. <laughs> have you seen Akira? 59% said yes. Oh, I need that to be higher. Yeah. Um... To bump those numbers up. If both movies come out at the same time, which are you spending money on? The Matrix 4 or John Wick 4? And I went to click oh the Matrix. Whoa! 61% said John Wick 4. Really? This is on 77 votes, so That's sad. Yeah. Um I've um I've only seen John Wick 1 and part of 2. So Did he watch the rest of uh the other one? I don't know. I mean I've seen. I'm guessing if he only commented on that, he you probably watched the Matrix then. Both. So we have Nicole Davis throwing out both. Really, I will just spend the day at the theater. I guess. Oh I yeah, I'll throw her love. Yeah. Uh, Rosa Sierra tagged Alfredo Sierra, saying, "Which bro?" And of course uh, both. Alfredo, yeah, of course both. Nice, nice. Ha ha. What are you throwing there? Both, both, <laughs> both. All right. So this is from Donnie. I can't read his last name. <laughs> Heinbin? Heinbin. 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 Sounds German to me. Um, He says both is good. So, yeah, I guess people say both. Would you guys actually see both movies? I, I told you guys I would. If it came out, I like, like honestly, you'd go to both movies in one day. No, not I would probably Friday, Saturday, but Neo's coming first. Well, of course. That's, I, a, that, that's not the question, though. It's like, which one do you pick? So if you say both, do you have to go see them both on the same day? It's true. Oh, well, then no, I'm not seeing them both. All right, there you go, then. I'd make a weekend out of it, though. That's cool. I'm down. But see, that's what I was telling you. I think that there's such a big population that is new age viewers that are just gung-ho for I mean, I can't even say that shit. I just clicked on John Wick. We got Vincent. We got Matt Kuypers, Joanna Longoria, Javier, Elisa, John. Oh, my God. Uh, Who else we know that I'm going to smack? So yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but like Matrix Four has that more intriguing storyline to me right now. Oh, what do you mean you don't know what it is? It definitely has. <laughs> I mean, I there's don't know no, what it is. there's no guessing it. It's like it's definitely the better storytelling series. Um, do you have all your Christmas shopping done yet? I haven't no. even started. Seventy-two percent said no. Uh, Rob says, "Why do now what you can put off until next week?" Because you'll be in the hospital because you tried to fight <laughs> Joe Rogan. Uh, Next question. <laughs> um, uh, do you read Powers of X and House of X? 77% said no. That's sad. Sorry, Joel. So good. Uh, I, I, but I think if we were to ask, uh, do you read comics, the percentage would be higher. I think so. we've asked that question before, and I want to say it was pretty low. Yeah, it's, it's sad. Um, I'm, I'm trying to push it more. Do you, or did you play GoldenEye 64? Ninety-five percent said yes. Dang, there's five percent that's super sad. Yeah, I mean that's not too sad. Is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate your fighter of the year? Nobody wanted to comment on this shit, but sixty-seven uh, percent said yes. 
I'm waiting for those other people to say, no, this is my fighter of the year, but that did not happen. Is Apex Legends your multiplayer of the year? 60% said yes. That's fair. Is Disco Elysium your RPG of the year? Nope. I haven't played it, so I'm going to say I know 100% said no. Um, I asked, what is your personal game or personal game of the year? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, we only got one. It's the MVP, though. It's that boy, yeah, Derek it's Derek. So he says, Mega Man 11. Honestly, I don't know, but Mortal Kombat. I'm saying, is that Mega Man 11? Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man 11. MK. I thought he was actually making a joke here. What's surprisingly good? That game came out this year? I didn't even know they made a Mega yes. Man game. Okay, all right. I take it as truth, though, man. This dude speaks truth. He speaks truth. Do you use IE, Internet Explorer? There's one yes in here. I call bullshit. There's Martin Nori. I mean, maybe. Uh, it's possible. That get out. Maybe they got good security for the prawn. <laughs> Have you subscribed to our podcast? If not, here's the link. Or look up. Not average, not your average nerds. I can't believe I messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite podcast app. Um, I subscribe. 50-50. Um, said yes. And then Cassandra put an excuses gif. <laughs> and Rob said only because I don't have Spotify a Spotify account. I have listened in the past though. Look, bro, we're on other places than Spotify. Okay, you can find us everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. I should have asked earlier because, like, we started off with like sixty or seventy-six votes. Now we're down to like seven and ten. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> but we'll get more by tomorrow. Yeah, there's actually people that are up while we're sleeping. Oh, I know that. Are you a slut dragon? <laughs> yes. Seventy percent said yes. Thirty said, "Huh." <laughs> uh, do you want to soul bond? Eighty is that eighty? Eighty six percent said no. Fuck them. <laughs> and I'm, I'm the only one that said yeah. Are you really? <laughs> y'all, y'all pick no. Yeah, I'm man, I don't want a soul. I'm good <laughs> on it. I'm gonna ask you. Yeah, I'm trying to get shit. trying to get a soul STD. Got <laughs> the soul bond right now. <laughs> Feel like partying. Feel like partying right now. This futon got really awkward quick. That's right. Um, You're gonna need those blankets. And that's the end of the show polls. All right, so like you said, it's the end of the show polls, which means we are closing out this episode. Until next time, this has been Natural Average Nerds signing off. See ya. See ya. Cheers. <laughs>